Manamana. Do 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 do. Manamana. Do 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 do. Manamana. Do 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 Hello and welcome to All Lockdown, How We Laugh, with today's special guest, Wendy Blemings, who is an events manager and she also helps run Chicken Box Comedy in Ireland. Um, I've, been, I've done Chicken Box a few times and I've been talking a bit to Wendy um, today, so we might actually talk to ourselves out all the good stuff in the podcast, but we're going to see, <laughs> we're, no we're going to see if there's, there's more chat here. But, um, I've done put Chicken Box a few times. I've always really enjoyed it and Wendy's responsible for the tech side and she runs a really great green room. So I thought I'd have her on the show and basically find out what how the chicken box came about and what are the plans for the future and how life has been in lockdown, basically. And without much more waffling from me, I'll turn over to Wendy and let her tell you a bit about herself. How are you doing, Wendy? Hello, Jimmy Longmuir. Thanks so much for inviting me to be on your podcast. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've joined a very exclusive group of people and I'm very excited about that. This is going straight in my CV. <laughs> okay, all right, man. Well, I'll try and make sure I delete the one where I keep talking about how much I enjoyed taking drugs when I was DJing then. <laughs> <laughs> that was the chat pre-show. Come on, pre-record. Um, so how, how, how did you get involved with Chicken Box? So Chicken Box was a very established night in Derry, Stoke London Derry in Northern Ireland um, and it ran every Thursday night in a gorgeous little venue called Bennigan's Bar which is just the most perfect comedy venue that you could possibly imagine um, and the night is run by Rory McSwiggan who unfortunately couldn't join us this yeah. afternoon to do the podcast because he is the busiest man in the world um, Rory runs a production company as well and he makes videos and he's been really busy making online content so um i hope he i hope i can do chicken box some justice now in our yeah, interview sure you, you do it justice every thursday night so oh, sure you'll do it today. <laughs> <laughs> so so chicken box was a really healthy thriving live comedy night um and because it was in Derry, it was slightly off radar um because a lot of the comedy would be focused in in belfast etc there's quite mm. a few comedians who are based in the northwest of northern ireland but um chicken box was just um it was just one that really appealed to me so i used to go there and do a bit of stand-up um as my alter ego which was stand-up witch <laughs> um and so did the live show a good few times and it was just like i said it was a great room to be in and then yeah. the show went online uh yeah. fair play to rory so he yeah. he tried to do a live show and he'd done a few weeks and then I, I went on to do a reset. It was just at the sort of the start of lockdown when it was yeah. still a novelty, I suppose. Yeah. And then um, after like a couple of weeks, Rory was trying to do a technical test one day and he just put a call out on Facebook. Is there anyone can help me do a tech test here? He was trying to do something a wee bit different with a couple of different cameras. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm here. And I have a background in film and media production. Um, and then later went into event management. We can talk about that later if you want. <laughs> anyway, um, so we went on and did the test. And in doing the test, it just turned out like that it was like Rory. Rory has an alter ego. He is Les is more the yeah. absolutely um, <laughs> deadpan charismatic. Yeah, <laughs> that is Les is more. Like we all we all love Les. Yeah. So. Um, 
it turned out that it was we were both really comfortable with me doing the the zoom room and doing the technical yeah. side um and rory getting to be liz is more so yeah. that just sort of worked for that one week and then now we are in i think we're in week 40 of our wow. online shows so you'll be coming up to your anniversary in a couple of months it is indeed yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah I think like we're all hoping that we're going to get a blue plaque on the house for our contribution to <laughs> you know, people's uh, mental health and entertainment yeah. during the, the pandemic. Well, I, 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 the first time I performed at Chicken Box, I think, was in about September, August or yeah, September. It's a while ago. It's a good yeah. while ago now. Yeah. And I, I was really struck by how professional it, it was, you know, just by, just by, by the fact that you ran the green, the green room and the acts and done the technical side and... It gave Rory space to become Les. <laughs> gave him space yeah. to inhabit Les. <laughs> like, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like, Les yeah. is absolutely phenomenal in the life. Yeah. And I guess that's the thing is that, like, both Rory and I are really passionate about life. Yeah. Um, there's only, I think there's only been one occasion where we've, used someone's material that was pre-recorded yeah and whilst it was good that's not what we wanted chicken box to be about like it's chicken box comedy live yeah. so and that's we wanted to keep that live element you know because there is that adrenaline that goes along with that there's the camaraderie there's the support of being in the zoom room and it's that unique thing of when a performer is doing their thing and they're delivering their set having a, the warmth of hearing people laugh yeah, well, I mean, I, I, one thing about it is, is you get a lot of acts that, that you sometimes perform that come back just to be in the green room, you know, yes. and be part of the audience, <laughs> you know? Yes, exactly. And it's, exactly, it's, which which makes it really hectic in yeah. the Zoom room, <laughs> but, I mean, I wouldn't have that any other way. Yeah, no, I it's great. I wouldn't change that for the world. Yeah. And I, I, always, I always get a feeling that it's, what, what you just told me about how it kind of evolved makes sense because it's, you, it's a very professional yet casual and comfortable vibe. You know, and everybody's friendly and you always have a kind of party afterwards. You know, it's really, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, you know, there's the regulars. There's the crew who are kind of based in, yeah. in Derry. And then, I mean, now we've got people who just like kind of checking in and they just, yeah. you know, they log into the Zoom room. They know the drill. So it's really easy to let them into the Zoom room and be part of the audience because they just, they know the crack. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's weeks where it's just absolutely bananas in there <laughs> but but like i say you know that's that's the joy of life you know yeah yeah and you've got a group chat for it as well that i quite enjoy i don't usually like comedy group chats that much but i, I like that one but on saturday weekend there it was everybody was all bumming about their celebrity experiences like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember who it was who started that but i mean i mean that is just, I, that I, is just I, testament to what chicken box is I know, I know my story was absolutely true, but I genuinely hope everybody's was. <laughs> oh, wow. I had, I, had, oh, yeah. I, had, I had a whiskey with Ricky Ross, like, like after the Deacon game started. Blue? Yeah, Deacon Blue, yeah, and it just, it just sung a cappella, Flower of Scotland, to the whole crowd. And I was like, I'm not allowed, I wasn't allowed to self-drink, but I was like, there's no way I'm not having a drink with this guy. Like, you just sang Flower of Scotland to 40,000 Absolutely. People. Yeah, and it was, it was brilliant yeah. just sitting there having a whiskey. He's like, are you sure you should be doing this? And I'm like, well, you shouldn't even be doing it, but fuck you, look, look what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then Scotland beat Holland 2-1 afterwards. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, and I got a, like, and I got a, like 60 quid tip that night from them as well. 
Like, <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so it was cool, man. But um, no, it's, it's it's good seeing little communities like that spring up all over the place, you know. Like, yeah. And we were talking a bit before the show about like just the sort of comedy sphere in general and. For all the kind of horribleness of lockdown and all that, there is a kind of new paradigm happening just now. You know, and it's um, it's interesting. There is. It definitely feels like the comedy sector is it's sort of being blown wide open. Yeah. And doors that previously might have been closed to, you know, newcomers, etc., it's, I wouldn't say there's a free for all, but there's certainly a sense of a lot more opportunity. Yeah. And the fact that so many people are ranking up their their live performances by doing yeah. live Zoom shows, etc. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, that's that's completely going to change the dynamic and the future of how the comedy community looks. Well, I, th- I think it's the fact that there's so much opportunity to make your own opportunity. Yes. You know, even this podcast, like, I just started doing it because I was meeting so many different people around the world and I was like, it'd be really good to actually talk about this stuff in depth. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so you've definitely created an amazing archive there of your, yeah. of, of your own experiences. But like, I mean, I've listened back to a couple of your interviews and yeah. it's just so personal. I mean, you're getting, you're getting to have conversations with people that they maybe wouldn't be able to have. Yeah. Um, you know, on television or on radio yeah. broadcast or whatever. And I think that's... Yeah, well, certainly not with me, because I'll never go on fucking television. <laughs> I wouldn't rule anything out yet, you know? Like, like, you, like I say, you've created a resource <laughs> The only programme I'm likely to go on is the fucking news. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted. <laughs> Crimes against comedy. <laughs> um, <sighs> no, it's, I mean, but I, do, I, do, I really do enjoy it, and I do, I do think it's worth kind of recording as it happens, what, what has been happening. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, but you, you said earlier on you've got a background in uh, media production. How's, how's that industry been affected? Are you... um, interesting question. Yeah, I started off in radio production when I was 21 yeah. and worked in BBC for a number of years. And then I moved into... Um, the tv production side of things which i absolutely hated so i then went into um film production in a different way so i used film as an educational tool for working with community groups in northern ireland with the intention of giving voice to people who didn't normally have a voice or didn't have the confidence to so it was about using film in a way like northern ireland is historically incredibly media literate yeah uh, because we, you know, we grew up watching so many news pr- packages and programs. Um, so, yeah, like, I mean, and that was when we were quite a divided society before yeah. the peace agreement, really. Um, and then, I mean, that whole climate has kind of changed now. Like, I did that for about 10 years. And then, like, initially, I was bringing video cameras in to work with groups who'd never even held a video camera before. They'd never been up close to one, and they'd certainly never operated it themselves. Mm. And then after about 10 years, uh, kids were bringing in fancy mobile phones, fancier than the ones I had, and they were showing yeah. me films that they'd made over the weekend. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, right, that's it. My time <laughs> is up. That's me. 
I, 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 I kind of got that feeling. I'd, I'd done multimedia um, immediately upon leaving school. I'd done a multimedia course. And like, it was just, it was just like 1995. So it's Windows 95 and all that. And the course itself basically just seemed obsolete. Like it just, it, it seemed no point. It seemed like within a few years, everything that I was learning to use in that course, I would, I would have access to it immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, um, it was past 25, 30 years and technology have been pretty unbelievable, man. Like, just yeah. how, how, but it's, it's, in one sense, it's democratizing. And on the other hand, you've got like social media and things that, you know, is driving us all fucking batty. You know? I mean, I, I think possibly the weirdest thing is the fact that your entire life is, is documented now. Yeah. yeah. And your room for making mistakes are, your opportunities yeah. to hide are like minimal now. Yeah. Which I just think is so much pressure on young people. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, everything's recorded, and we're, we're actually doing it to each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we've just been joined by Rory McSwiggan, the other half of Chicken Box Comedy, who was um, was going to be here at the start, didn't couldn't make it, but he's managed to join us. So we're very fortunate to have him on board. And Hello, Rory, to me. Hello, how are you getting on? Start clapping over here. Start clapping yeah. over there. <laughs> Start clapping. <laughs> All rounds, yes. No, that's my job, Wendy. That's my job. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm a bit out of my depth with two people on my podcast and not knowing how to introduce a new guest. But other than that, I'm absolutely fucking grand. <laughs> good. You're doing fantastic so far. It's it's easy. It's actually easier with nine people. You know, it's easy. Two people is is really difficult, but nine nine people is is you know. You've got an audience, then you know yeah. that's what we yeah. want. That's that's the whole thing I think that we want from these from these things. It's just we're, we're, as comedians, we just sort of go right. I just need to sort of lose myself in a load of people and have a role, and then yeah. and once you get nine people in a room, it's like you're Jackie Weaver. You can do whatever you want. You can just start. <laughs> you just start. You know, giving out, giving out. You have you authority. That? Yeah, you have authority. That's what we want. Get get, get your authority to me. You have it. <laughs> well, I was saying to Wendy before you came on just how much I enjoy doing chicken box because you've got a kind of really very professional but casual and comfortable atmosphere there going there. It's... Well, I don't know why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it be? I <laughs> I, I just I just think um, that uh, in I I am just applying the, I think the same principles to an online show as we apply in the real show itself because i go i go to a lot of comedy shows as i'm sure you do and uh the bar that we we did chicken box in bennegan's bar in Derry, was always a very very welcoming place um it's a wee tiny bar probably seats about 45 people max 70 people can fit in the bar and i always was struck by just how welcoming it was um it's a music bar mostly and it's run by musicians who, and a lot of the people behind the bar would be musicians as well. And the bands always felt very comfortable in there. They always played good music. And a lot of the sort of details of the place, it wasn't just the, here's a room where you can come in and go and st- and, and and start playing or start doing comedy or start doing whatever you're doing, start drinking mostly, obviously. But um, it was like, okay, we know what it's like for musicians to come into a place and um and and have and have to do a gig they've probably traveled they've probably um you know they've 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 got all their stuff they're not getting paid very much so 
uh, in case of comedy, you're not getting paid anything. <laughs> on comedy <laughs> open mic. So why not just hope. make it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not just make it as nice as possible for people to actually want to come? And in the case of Chicken Box, we have people coming from Dublin, which is you know a four, five, six hour round trip. Wendy, yeah, um, Belfast, round. Belfast, three hour round trip. Um, people came up from the country, and. And I just, I was just like, I was just so glad to have them because Derry hadn't had a comedy club, a weekly comedy club, a weekly sort of open mic comedy club uh, for a long time. And most of the people who are doing comedy um, are doing it because they love it. They're doing it because they really want to do it um, and, they, and they and they enjoy it. So let's not make it a chore let's let's give them a free pint let's um you know if there's any money at all give them it for the petrol um let's play good music let's have a nice atmosphere and let's just genuinely be be nice because we're here to to enjoy ourselves i think that i think that's the that's the whole point and i, and I just i just went right let's, let's let's translate that into the into the club as well as, as much as possible. I'm not sure exactly if there's a formula for doing that, yeah. but 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 that's what happened. And but I think Wendy uh, coming on board is a big is a big part of that because you know anybody can do uh, a, a show in a club. You need a mic and you need um, a PA system and you need seats. That's what you need, um, and you need and people will come in. But if you genuinely don't have a nice sort of atmosphere as well. Then people aren't really going to come back. Um, you know, you often hear people coming back from the gig saying, "Oh, yeah, the acts were great, but that place, I don't know, I don't know whether I'll go back to it or not." You know, so I suppose we're just trying to we're just trying to create that 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 atmosphere in the in the um, in in the Zoom room as well, and so so that it's bearable for us as well. You but know? It's, I mean, it's translated really well to the Zoom environment because that. You, you, you guys were quite early on for me for in terms of gigs I've done, and it was it was it just seemed really really well run, really well put together. As I say, it was it was very professional. Everybody was there to do their job, but it was a casual and comfortable atmosphere, you know. And it's it's a, it's a nice build up in the green room, and afterwards as well, it's a nice kind of vibe. Everybody getting on and things, you know. So it's 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 one of those gigs that, that I think really people should look at as a template for how to do this, you know. But that's that's very nice of you. That's very nice of you to say, Jimmy. I think because because Wendy, I mean, both Wendy and I um, are kind of involved in show business in a, in a big way for for a lot of our lives. I work in I work in uh, as a filmmaker, and, and uh, but a lot of my work is is in bars and, and filming events filming concerts and and so i would always meet artists and we would always me and my partner would always interview artists and and, and talk to them so we do a lot of talking to that and of course wendy is has worked a lot behind the scenes in event management and comedy um outdoor events all that sort of thing i don't know if she, much she's she's told you about that yeah all the famous people that she's met and <laughs> talked to we were just talking about the group chat and how everybody had a famous person story, like the other day. A famous what story? Sorry? A famous person story. They're, they're meetings with famous people. Like, exactly. All try to yeah. outdo each other. Yeah, yeah. That and and it, that can go on. You know, yeah, know. That, that can go on, on and on on our chat, the, which which extends beyond ticking box throughout the week. 
I I said that Tanita Tekram had liked my tweet. Uh, my reply <laughs> Is that how that started? Tanita yeah. Tekram liked my tweet. And then then the rest of them came in and were like, right, well, hold on a minute. I played crazy golf with Ronnie O'Sullivan's granda in 1998. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, right, I'm, I'm not even, you know, you know that's that's uh, that, that's actual physical encounters. Remember them, you know. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's that's kind of what, it, what online comedy is you know, all about. It's building those communities, you know, and, and definitely, the new, yeah, the new paradigm. Yeah. I um, yeah, what was I going to say? I was something about um. Conf- okay, I'm still back. You've you've brought me back into Bennigan's now. I'm, I'm still thinking about <laughs> about Bennigan's all the time. Um. Yeah. I I I remember when the, we set this up in April 2020, and I remember there was a lot of chat going on about um how to run the Zoom room and everything, and um. And, and and people were given bits of advice about about what to do. And and I remember one of the one of the bits of advice was chat in the room first with the other comedians before you go live. Yeah. And I was like, right, well God, why wouldn't why wouldn't you do that? You know, because you would do that in in the normal club, you know, and people would people would show up. You're not gonna you're not gonna go uh, where is this person? Are you about to do something you don't know who they are? You know, you're you, you're going to yeah. want to know something about these people and and to have a have a bit of a vibe going. You know, um, the, 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 I think you just got to have that have that solid solid thing going on of a of a of a of a relationship with everybody. And the the whole thing is that we the whole point really, I think, most of why we're doing these online gigs is because we are deprived of that. Um, especially in Derry, because, um, you know, we only had the one sort of weekly event. We also had another monthly club, which was great, run by Peter E. Davidson. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, we would always go out and support each other at our own at our own gigs. You know, if you go with a particular person there, you'll get five other people coming down to see them. And then, you know, they'll meet other people. And People will keep coming. They'll meet a new comedian. They'll go, oh, he's 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 on again. I really liked him last month, and then we'll hang out. So uh, you know that 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 vibe um, that's there is is really good. And a lot of the people that are in the audience of Chicken Box Online were also in the audience of um, of Chicken Box in IRL in real life, yeah. um, and, uh, and 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 they they continue to support us as well. Yeah. And uh, and as, as well as a lot of the other other comedians from Belfast, comedians from Dublin as well. So, um, yeah, there's there's t- there's uh, there's tons of it's just I think it becomes a natural thing. I don't think there's any formula to it. You invite people in, and you just be uh, be be nice to people, and and you have your you have your community there, and that and that and that sort of works works in its own way. I think Wendy, you know, I think completely agree. Like I think that there is. There's a lot more to Chicken Box than just going live at nine o'clock yeah. on a Thursday night in Facebook, half eight and Twitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, there is there's a support network yeah. and there is very much the community that was in in the bar in Bennigan's has now become an international community. Mm. Yeah. 
No, and we, we've had people checking in from Malaysia, regulars from the States, um, Germany. Like we've had loads of people like logging mm. in and doing their thing who then have stayed in contact. Yeah. And there is a, there's so much support within the chicken box family community that then if we don't have the opportunity to go and watch someone else's online show you're pretty sure that someone within the chicken box collective has and yeah. they'll feed back and go oh checked out that show it was really good here's another one i dropped them a line da, da, da. We, uh, you know and it's like there is a vibrancy in a world which has lost its vibrancy there is a vibrancy within that that is just you know it's exciting it's magical yeah yeah I noticed as well, I and mean, I mentioned a couple of acts the first time I'd done it, and the minute I said their names, you were going to repeat that with the pen and paper out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so you're, you're, you're listening, you know, so. <laughs> but but like, just, just back to what you were saying about the actual show, there's a couple of key elements that I think just make the show what it is. And weirdly, the first one is like the theme music. Like we have theme music, <laughs> and that theme music was used in the live show. Oh, you've got theme music. Stop showing off. <laughs> the, the, the theme music, no, it wasn't our theme music. No. The theme music was from the 1980s Australian soap opera, The Young... The, it was The Young Doctors? Uh-huh, yeah. Young Doctors. Yeah, the, the Young Doctors. And it just goes you know, on those goes on. We can't use it anymore because um, Facebook's algorithm uh, wow. was... Um, it got more sophisticated and was able to detect melodies. And, uh, and <laughs> no to, matter how yeah, badly they sung, <laughs> we replaced it for we replaced it for a, with um, we replaced it with a with a, Peter, our in-house pianist, did a version um, of the of the Chicken Box theme, which we were very grateful for. But we're working on getting Peter a proper recording set up so we can sing along to him and high fidelity music mode and he's working with sound engineers to get an actual um so recording studio set up for himself so that we can do that properly so now we have gone with um uh, the copyright free itv schools music from <laughs> from 1987 if anyone remembers who is our generation uh born in the 70s late uh, early 80s um it was the uh the, the roto sequence from uh itv schools so you would have seen it before you w- watched the schools program uh so check it out it's it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's very it's 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 very loopable as well which is great because it's actually it was only one minute and then if you get the beats right and you line them up properly you can turn it you could actually turn it into or an hour long version of it if you wanted <laughs> well, but it's actually like, when you've been saying that, you've actually reminded me that I was actually the chicken box that inspired me to go for my complete lack of theme tune, because like it was the, <laughs> it was the um, no, I wasn't saying that you put me off theme tunes, like, <laughs> but I basically you, you wouldn't know this already because you weren't here at the start, but I do my nama na instead of a theme tune, like oh, brilliant. <laughs> I, I sing my nama na with the guests, and it's like it's like an icebreaker. It gets people in a better mood, and I okay. always I always remembered the young doctors thing. Like when we done mm. chicken box and, and the way it kind of an icebreaker and it gets people in the mood. So you inspired me to at least not have a theme tune. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and I, I just oh. wanted to add in as well that like there is something like so there's the theme music that goes over our countdown. Yeah. And we have a three minute countdown. 
with you know lovely images of people when they were in the bar actually doing the live gig so it's lovely it sets a tone and there is something about that countdown that gives us like that element yeah. of like getting ready for show pre-show nerves and it's just yeah. that lovely it, that's the energy that you really want to capture and that's what sets the tone for the show and like that yeah. to me is like that's the magic ingredient Definitely, yeah. It's like the countdown to a, to a, to a TV show. We're we're going live, and also we've got the element of, um, I mean, at the start for the first couple of weeks of the show, we did I I did it by by myself, and and what we did was we spotlighted people because I noticed in a lot of online shows they would um they would have everybody in a grid, um, so you would just see. You wouldn't just see the comedian, you would see the MC and you'd see the audience and see everybody, which in lots of ways is great. But I mean, <laughs> let's be honest, we're stand up comedians because we want this screen to ourselves. We don't want to share it. We, don't, yeah. we, we, we wouldn't take kindly to other people standing up on the stage and just sitting there and laughing. I was like, that's your place down there. You're the audience. You sit down there. So um, I spotlighted everybody. And I spotlighted myself when I was, or Les, when I was doing the intros. And then I spotlighted each individual comedian. So, you know, in Zoom meetings, I'd noticed that if somebody laughs or somebody sops their tay or something, you know, you, you get that. And and that's that doesn't work. Um, so, or you had the grid. So, so I just made sure that you made everyone spotlighted and that, that is actually really in terms of like TV and stuff, that's a vision mixing job. So when Wendy came on board that, um, she took on that job as well as the sort of green room, um, hospitality aspect of it and a uh, lots of other things like renaming and things you have to do in zoom and just general security and mutant people <laughs> and and so that freed me up to actually be the host of the show so all yeah. i had to do was just host the show and um and 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 that's another aspect of it you know because i'm not fiddling about with lots of technical things wendy's there actually supporting me i don't feel alone doing this show because yeah. sometimes i could be on that show and, and have lots of comedians there who i've never met before and and and, I, and it could just be me, and I, that might feel quite lonely in lockdown, all that. So having Wendy there uh, to do to do that in the background, and is a big big part of actually doing that as well. And I might I might not be in the, in the mood to be nice to people either. So <laughs> so, so having Wendy there, I'm like I have to do this show. Uh, is having Wendy there to actually be nice to people is uh, is a good good part of that too. So I can let Wendy get on with that, pressing buttons, and actually having a personality at the end of the day too. So which is brilliant. I think. But, got... uh, but another thing that's come out of that is the fact that when people deliver their set, mm -hmm. you know, it gives Les the opportunity to mess about, find an image, find something. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of, which I think it really reflects that you're listening to that comedian <laughs> set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll and pick one, one thing to show that I'm listening. One, generally the most obscure thing. Then I can go on. Right. What was it? Um, The guy from Newcastle, he had a thing about, because sometimes, sometimes I'll be doing, I'll be doing, uh, so I'll just look for an image that sort of represents or, or to make a joke about something they've said in their set. Like uh, Moody McCarthy was on last week and he, said something about being a uh combining his, his his dental trip with the trip to spain to get cheaper dental treatment yeah. and i couldn't find anything i put in i was i put in spanish dentist i was like no no this is just good looking dental people with their uh and then i was like sand 
dentist and I found a sand sculpture of a of a of a of somebody getting dental treatment on a beach. So <laughs> it's completely bizarre. And then then there was uh, 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 Julian Lee from New, from Newcastle was on last week and he was talking about ABBA. He was doing poems about ABBA and the zoo. So I got ABBA with with lions, you know. <laughs> and, and sometimes you get great poems out of it. Well, sometimes remember, you just get a picture, one, a mad picture. I remember the one there was an Asian act talking about the Muslim version of Tinder, which exists and is called Minder. Oh yes. And you put up, you put up a Minder with you know. Oh uh, yeah, our daily yeah. fan page. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah, a nineties fan page, a really, really old fan page of Minder, and I was like, these, these, they don't look. I didn't know. I didn't know George. Um, uh, uh, what was it? What was George name? Cole? What George Cole. George Cole and um, I didn't oh, know Dennis Waterman. Yeah, Dennis Waterman. <laughs> I didn't know they were. Was it? That's that's really diverse for the. And I think for my set as well, you gave you put up um, G, you know the Gene Wilder meme, and it was like, "Tell me again, porn boy" or something. Oh right. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Oh, the Willy Wonka one. Yeah, the Willy Wonka Gene Wilder. Oh meme. right, okay. Tell yeah, me again, yeah. porn boy. That was okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but he's got me figured, so you know. I mean, I'll, I'll be I should, I should like... do. I should do more of them. I could do. I could do. I get I must get a speech bubble program to do we speech bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Well, they'll give us a bit of advanced warning in that. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, this podcast will be warning enough for people. But, <laughs> but you've also got the game where you guess the prices of things bought from. Is it ASDA or Tesco or wherever we can get them, Jenny, Wherever <laughs> they can be got. Um, Marks and Spencers. That that came from Bennigan's and is right beside the big shopping centre in Derry Foil Side, which is Marks and Spencers. And we started at uh, nine o'clock. So I would I would be able to nip out and look in and um, really to get stuff for my own dinner when I got back home. Um, <laughs> but you would find in Marks and Spencers in Derry, you would find the most, most luxurious things reduced and strange things as well, like uh, vegan halloumi and um, chickpea burgers, you know, that nobody wanted. And they were like originally £6.50 and they've been reduced to one fifty, and and lots of other things. So so I, so I was like, just, to, just, just, I'd been doing this online for a bit as well. And um, I'm just a good, I'm just a big, big fan of yellow stickers. Um, and it's now become my only form of entertainment in lockdown when there's no <laughs> cinema or anything else to do. So I think so, I've yeah, only, we just have to guess the price. I think I've only guessed the right price once, but I get as much of a buzz from that as I did from any of my punchlines landing. Like... <laughs> it's, 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 it's for some reason it's a really good, it's a really like, good yes, game. man. One eighty nine, I'm fucking yes. That Zoom room, they are like winning. hungry hippos. They are like, like, do you know they are? They're like animals waiting to get fed. So yeah. mad for that. You see everyone like getting all freaking comfy and all close up, <laughs> like ready, you know, ready to go. And some people are really, really good at it, and some people uh, do not know at all, what, or they've never encountered stuff like this. Quite must be quite posh people who don't know, don't know a bargain, or uh, but 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 yeah, uh, yeah. Taya Jaff and Julie McCulgan are are very good, at it. and of course in the bar when we did that, people actually did uh, win uh, win the items, and I would throw them at them, um, not spots. I did throw spots one time. <laughs> and, and it knocked over 
the other pints. So. That was unpleasant. This we can never go back. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but talk about Jelly McCogan there. She she done a phenomenal set at Christmas, where she, she done her whole house out like a party, and it was all people with balloon faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, amazing, amazingly original. I mean, yeah. Julie's one of those comedians that just does something. If she, I think, if she's disappointed in herself, if she doesn't do something original and the fact that you've and she just totally exploits the fact that she's got things she's a tremendously creative person and a really good designer and um just fantastic at at all those arts and crafts type of things um that's really her forte as well as just being absolutely hilarious so um check that out because it's got christmas trees it's got susan boyle it's got Carl Baskin. <laughs> it's got everybody in it. It's just the most amazing. I think that was the episode uh, that was like a week before Christmas, wasn't it? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Was a Christmas special, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we've had Halloween specials as well, where everybody has dressed up. Um, Women's Day had, coming up, and we have International Women's Day, of course, coming up. This is our third ever, 2018, 19, 20. This will be our f- no, it'll be our third International Women's Day for Chicken Box. And actually, the last so, ever, ever. So is, there, is there going to be no men on the lineup that night? Well, the, we kind of had a if, 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 if you're going to say that, I'm going to dress up like Spider Man, like Father for Justice, and come in the group chat. We always, we have Three had, men. We have had one man because the idea of International Women's Day was to have the opposite of a regular comedy lineup yeah, yeah. where you have seven men and, and one woman. But the, and the point, the last two years in the actual bar, we've had. Um, one man and seven women. <laughs> so that was the idea. Yeah. Currently, we I'm still I'm still doing the lineup. So I don't know who the brave man is going to be. It's going to be this time. <laughs> um, but no, we've got a really we and we are. It's actually a proper international women's day. We have really? Philadelphia, we have New York, we have England, we have <laughs> actual proper international women's day, which yeah. is like nice. Very fitting with the theme. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and the the last ever chicken box was the International Women's Day chicken box uh, last year. That was right. when we had to abandon it because of COVID. So right, well, this will be an interesting comeback a year later. That was such a strange time last year when it, we all knew it was coming, but like, yeah, the comedy yeah. industry just didn't want to accept it. And like, it was um, I didn't do. Well, I had about fifteen gigs booked or something that obviously mm. just never happened. They were first postponed. Now. We don't even know if the venues exist anymore. Yeah. And yeah. like, but I just remember it was the comedy festival was just kicking off here. Uh-huh. So there was oh, all these yeah. gigs happening and like it was it was weird that I went to see my friend's gig, um, his one man show, and like I coughed. And then like a couple of people went <gasps> and then a couple mm-hmm. of other people took the you know the opportunity to cough because somebody else had coughed, but then it was like we're all scared of each other because of just a single cough. Like it wasn't even in the country really, but everybody was even just a cough at a gig, you could tell what was going to happen, but nobody really wanted to accept what was coming. Exactly, yeah. And we had just in from January to March last year, we um, and a couple of other comedy promoters around Northern Ireland had just started the inaugural Northern Ireland Comedian of the Year, and Jeez. we just had the first heat. I think it was like on the fourteenth of March. And then we had all these heats booked, all Derry, Belfast, all over the place, and everything. We had done the selection procedure for everybody, and decided on all the heats and everything. Had the first heat, and then that was that was the last comedy gig in Northern Ireland in Belfast in the Black Box. I think it was the fourteenth. 
of um, of March last year. So that's totally on hold. And so many other people who were about to do like a really big gig and maybe their first big gig in a theater or something. Yeah. And it was all the posters were out and everything was ready and it was like, shit, you know, yeah. that could have been me. That could have been me big break, you know. And, and there's, a, there's an area at Glasgow called uh, Partick and it's like, there's a big poster for Martin Short and um, Steve Martin done a show at the Hydro. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but the, the posters are still in, still by the railway bridge in Partick and they're like peeling off now and stuff and it's, Oh, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. It's like something about like 12 monkeys or something, man. Yeah. Like, just. But that's not actually unusual for Jerry. We have still yeah. posters up for things. <laughs> but it's just, I, I think it's because it's just, like, that's like the cusp of a lockdown, you know? Yeah. And it's, and yeah. it's still, it's, yeah. it's there as a reminder, you know, because there's been no need to put any of those posters up, you know? Mm. So, um, but anyway, that's a cheery, <laughs> cheery avenue eight go down, sorry. Yeah, I just noticed you've only got four minutes left in your meeting. Yeah, I was, I was just about to wrap it up. I was <laughs> but, um, well, cheers. Thanks for coming on um, and telling us about Chicken Box. Hopefully, you'll be back on to tell us how it how it, how it was going when Brannigan starts back up again. We all managed to get back out there. And hopefully, we'll come back on yeah. the show to do that. Yeah. Do you want to be the only man, Timmy? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm a porn boy, remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not all. I'm not going to speak for all women here. You know. yeah. Um, well, yeah, sure. I'd, I'd be happy to, yeah. You do? You yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, fantastic. You're the only man in International Women's Day to me. There we You're go. The only Next man week. for the job. I'm putting it in now, International Women's Day, with all the women... And you're the only man. Yay. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're sorted. Okay, great. All right, well, cool. There's not actually any, need, any more need to do a podcast because the whole thing only exists just so I could get another gig off you. So. <laughs> well played, Jimmy Long here. What a pro. Excellent. Thanks very much for coming on, guys. And um, Thank you very much, Jimmy. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely see you in March. Thanks, man. Brilliant. Manamana. Manamana. Phenomena. <laughs>